Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today in the show I have a very good friend of mine uh, who is going to be talking to us about a, a book that she's helping to, uh, to you know, distribute and promote at the moment uh, that was written by her sister. And it's quite the story that um, before I actually um, divulge who this is um, and this amazing story, story on how this book came to be. I just want to remind you that if you are watching this show on uh, Facebook Live or if you're watching it on our YouTube channel afterwards, don't forget to click the link below this video after the show is over so you can take my 30-second quiz so we can figure out what is holding you back from success. Okay, so let me introduce my special guest and good friend, Ariel Ford. Hi, Ariel. How are you? I'm great, Natalie. How are you? I am fantastic. Now, today we're going to be talking about a new book that's just uh, just coming out now. It's called uh, Your Holiness, um, Discover the Light Within. It is written by your sister, Debbie Ford, and some people may remember Debbie from, you know, Oprah shows and, and she was uh, she was on several different shows and had movies and so forth. Um, but the interesting thing about this story is that uh, Debbie actually passed away five years ago. So um, why don't we start, first of all, with with like, uh, how did this happen? Like, why is this just coming? I know, it's totally crazy. Well, what happened was a little more than a year ago, James Von Prague gave me a call to tell me he'd actually moved to San Diego. And for the three people watching who don't know who James Von Prague is, he is the world's greatest medium, the person who's known the best for talking to dead people. The movie The Sixth Sense was about his life. Um, the TV show, The Ghost Whisperer, was about his life. And he's just absolutely fabulous. And Natalie, I know you know him. And so he said, well, I've moved to San Diego. Why don't you and Brian and your mom come visit me, come see my new house. And while you're here, I'll give you a reading with Debbie, because he and Debbie were also very close. And of course, we said, no, no, we don't want to talk to Debbie. Well, we got up there so fast. So he gives us a tour of his fantastic property. And then we sit down in his office for the reading and Debbie comes through instantly. And the very first thing she says is, Ariel, you have to write a prayer book with me. And I was like, no way, Debbie. I don't want to write my own books, let alone try and figure out how to write your books. There's no way I'm doing this. And she kept asking and I kept saying no. And in between, you know, my two fathers came through, Brian's parents came through, lots of dead relatives are popping in to say hi. You know, at one point, James says to me, who's Minnie? She keeps talking to me about Minnie. And I said, well, nobody knows this. You can't even Google it. But Bo, Debbie's son, has a half-sister named Minnie. And that's not even her real name. That's just what we call her. Hmm. He said, okay, that makes sense. Debbie says, tell Bo that when he was with Minnie, she was she was with them. And I said, oh, that's so crazy. Minnie lives in London. Bo lives in San Diego. But Minnie came to visit a few weeks before. So I'm thinking, you know, he's so spot on. It's so crazy. So the reading goes on and on and on. And then Debbie doesn't stop. You've got to write a prayer book. You've got to write a prayer book. Finally, I said yes, because I knew she wasn't going to stop. And I said to James, I don't know how we're going to do this because you're going to have to be part of it. You know, I'm not a channel. So we leave James and then we start driving home on the freeway. And Brian says, you know, all those many hours I spent with your sister, taking her to chemo, taking her to doctor's appointments. I remember that she told me she loved to write prayers. Why didn't you call Julie, the woman who runs her business, and see maybe she has some of them. That would be the start of the book. So I get home. I send Julie like a one-sentence email. 
do you by chance have copies of any prayers Debbie wrote? And she writes me back and says, I can do better than that. She wrote an entire book. I've attached it. So I open up this PDF. It's 200 pages, totally edited, a complete book. It's breathtakingly beautiful. It's, and, and I'm thinking to myself, I was her literary agent. How is it possible that I didn't know she wrote this book? Mm -hmm. And when I thought about it, you know, the last year of her life, we didn't talk about books. We talked about her pain levels and experimental treatments and miracles, but not books. So I pick up the phone to call her editor at Harper One, and I say, hey, Gideon, it's Arielle. I want to talk to you about my sister in prayer. And he stops me, and he says, oh, my God. For the last three years, I've been feeling so guilty. Your sister always wanted to write a prayer book, and I always talked her out of it, and I feel so bad. And I said, well, you don't have to feel bad anymore. Check your inbox. I just sent you the book. And, of course, the next week they bought it. And now on March 6th, Your Holiness is coming out and it's book number 10 and it's absolutely brilliant. And if it weren't for the completely amazing, utterly fantastic James Von Prague, we wouldn't know about this book. I know, isn't it amazing? I, uh, and there's so many serendipitous things that happen in that story that you're just like, okay, well, this this was obviously meant to be. It was be. magic. It was magic. Yeah. So, um, so for those people who maybe aren't familiar with Debbie, tell us a little bit about you know, her life and her work and what she was doing. So Debbie was what I call the most successful drug addict that ever lived. Okay. You know, she she had a 12-year-long addiction with, with all kinds of drugs. And while she was doing that, she was a very successful entrepreneur. She had five women's retail shops, her own line of clothing. She drove a beautiful Porsche convertible, lived in a high-rise overlooking Miami Beach, had people following her everywhere she went. And then one day after her third treatment center failed, she went back to drugs and then she woke up one day and realized that she was gonna die. If she didn't go back to treatment, she would die. In her fourth treatment center on her 10th day, she, she was getting ready to run. She was getting ready to go find drugs as fast as possible. But instead she went to the bathroom and she got on her hands and knees on this dirty bathroom floor and just prayed and prayed and prayed. And she had this spiritual awakening and she realized that if she would pray every day and if she would connect to the divine part of herself, that she could do it one day at a time. And that was sort of the start of the story because she did recover from drug, drug addiction and that led her to go back to college and get a degree in transpersonal psychology where she was introduced to the concept of the shadow by Carl Jung and decided to synthesize everything she learned about the shadow and personal growth into something she calls the shadow process. So she went on to become a number one New York Times bestselling author of many books, including The Dark Side of the Light Chasers. As you mentioned, Oprah had her on many times. And then unfortunately, you know, she got this very rare cancer for which there was no cure. And in spite of that, lived two and a half years longer than they said she could. Mm -hmm. And she left this earth really five years ago this week. Wow. So, um, so what, what's the, what are the prayers for? So it's really interesting. So the book is a very prescriptive book. So it's filled with a lot of her original prayers as well as prayers by uh, Emmett Fox and Marianne Williamson. But it also has in every chapter prescriptions 
on how to connect to your divine self, how to be more effective in the world, how to love yourself, how to live with more integrity. And it's really her whole process for staying sober for probably close to 25 years after she had that one experience. So it's a very accessible book. It's for, for anybody interested in spirituality, personal growth. And I would say most importantly, anybody who has any form of hard or soft addiction that's really struggling with something. And I would say that's most of us, because even if you don't have a drug or alcohol addiction, you know, people have all kinds of soft addictions, you know, mm -hmm. even if it's just a Facebook, right? <laughs> exactly. Or even if it's, you know, you, you find yourself sitting in front of the TV every night when you know, you know, your intention is that you want to be doing something positive, or you want to be exercising, but you always find yourself in front of the TV. It can be any of those kind of things. Yeah, it's a, it's a very coded book. You right. know, and I asked Julie, I said, when did she write this book? You know, when did she have time? And she went a couple of years before the cancer came. Um, she was going through a very difficult relationship breakup. And she said that every morning she would go down to her office and get on her hands and knees. And she started praying again. And the messages that she was getting from whether it was God, goddess, higher self, who knows, came in the form of prayers. And she started writing them. And then the reason I didn't know about the book was she told Gideon, her editor, about it. And he said, no, I don't want it. So she didn't bother telling me about it. Right. And now, five years later, obviously, she's ready for the whole world to have this book. Right. So how do we use the book? Like, do we just read the prayers? Like, how do we do a prayer? Well, I've been doing it a couple of different ways. And the prayers are kind of short. You know, they're, they're not very long. So sometimes after I read the book three times, now I just sort of think about something that's on my mind and I'll randomly open to a page. And so I open to self-forgiveness, you know, and I'll just read one prayer. None of the prayers are more than two pages and most of them are half a page. So I, it's really um, a really sweet, easy to use book. And as I said, I think anybody who has any level of self-doubt or self-loathing or is dealing with an issue they can't find an answer to this book would really help so that's basically the entire human race okay so oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I i have a heart when i think about well who wouldn't this book be for hmm. i would say anybody that's you know a hardcore you know, fundamentalist, evangelical kind of person that would think how the book came to be was the work of the devil, they probably wouldn't appreciate the book. But for all the people we know, I think they'd love it. Yeah, I'm sure they would. So um, did any uh, prayers come through from Debbie from the other side that are included in the book? You know, that's a great question. No, uh, we haven't really asked her for that. Mm. But what we did do was I interviewed Debbie about the book through James last week. Mm -hmm. so it's a half hour video interview, which we're giving away to anybody who buys the book. Uh, they will get that interview with her as a bonus because I asked her things like, what have you learned about prayer since you got to the other side? What have you learned about what love is and isn't? What have you learned about in forgiveness? Cause she talked about the importance of, forgiveness in this interview and 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 
really letting go of judgment. That judgment is one of the toxic poisons that really harms us. So it was, it, it was a very high level intellectual conversation that I didn't expect because you know, when you watch the Long Island medium mm -hmm. and the answers are always the same. Oh, your departed mother's with you and she loves you and she's always there for you. It was not that kind of an interview. It was pure Debbie coming through James. Wow, that must have been absolutely mind blowing. Because you know, I've seen like you know the mediums on stage, and it's like you know someone in a red shirt with the you know. So it's and it is you're right. It's always very simple conversations and simple messages that are coming through. Um, but the the fact that you had the ability and the the um, the opportunity to be able to do that with Debbie is just incredible. Yeah, it was just sort of like you know, well, you know, people are going to have to interview me because she's not here. And then I heard her say in my ear. What do you mean I'm not there? Just get James. And it's like, that's right. She's available to be interviewed if you have the right receptacle. Yeah, absolutely. That's so cool. Um, so uh, so is there any of your favorites? Can you share one, maybe one of the favorite um, prayers that you have in the book? You know, the, I'll share Debbie's favorite. How's that? That's great. <laughs> it's called It's called drenched in holiness and let me find it for you because it's right in the beginning of the book so i wrote the forward to the book and marianne williamson wrote the introduction mm -hmm. and then everybody else we know endorsed it okay drenched in holiness dear god on this day i ask you to grant this request may i know who i am and what i am every moment of every day may i be a catalyst for light and love and bring inspiration to those whose eyes I meet. May I have the strength to stand tall in the face of conflict and the courage to speak my voice even when I'm scared. May I have the humility to follow my heart and the passion to live my soul's desires. May I seek to know the highest truth and dismiss the gravitational pull of my lower self. May I, may I embrace and love the totality of myself, my darkness as well as my light. May I be brave enough to hear my heart, to let it soften so that I may gracefully choose faith over fear. Today is my day to surrender anything that stands between the sacredness of my humanity and my divinity. Wow. That's drenched in holy. Absolutely stunning. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping we can get the word out there, reach the world, let people know that Debbie is accessible that anybody to anybody that asks for her help and i get calls and emails from people all the time saying you know i never met your sister i read this book and i had a thought the other day what would debbie ford say to do and then she spoke to me yeah. and this is happening all the time so it's it's remarkable to know that while on the physical plane she's not here on the multi-dimensional unseen planes she seems to be everywhere yeah of course. Uh, Ariel, thank you so much for, for joining me today and for sharing this. I can't wait to, to get my hands on the book because um, I could see it. It would be something that you every day you could just have a thought in your mind, open it to a page um, and then have a prayer. That would be fantastic. So where can we send people to, to connect with you and to get their hands on the book? Okay. The, um, all the information on the book and the bonuses will be at debbieford.com. Really easy, debbieford.com. And of course, the book's available at booksellers online. And I'm super easy to find. I'm at soulmatesecret.com. Right. Perfect. Uh, darling, again, thanks for joining me today. And uh, Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. And guys, if you're watching this video, I encourage you to share it. 
please share it by using the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, and don't forget, there'll be a link underneath here or a banner to the side where you can go directly through to uh, Debbie's website so you can get your hands on the book. Um, and uh, again, don't forget uh, after the show is over to take my 30 second quiz so we can figure out what's holding you back from success. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously and love without limits. Thanks guys. We'll see you soon.